Welcome in Lineup Logic. You are listening to the Sweet Spot. I'm your host, Mike Alexander. Joining me, as always, Alex Remazowski. Alex, what's going on? Not much. Um, you know, I getting ready here. We got a new course. It's uh, a lot to think about, and I'm trying to trying to yeah. not or not overthink things like I normally do. I think that's going to be our best bet. We're we're heading to the golf mecca that is Detroit, Michigan, for the Rocket Mortgage Open. And if you didn't know that, you're stupid. <laughs> How have you not had the Rocket Mortgage Open circled and, and <laughs> have scheduled a wonderful trip to Detroit? Uh, I was honestly like a little confused. I wasn't. I apparently wasn't paying very much attention to the schedule and where we're at in the year because everything's a little different and we're three majors deep. And I mean, it kind of the same thought as always, like it's, it's actually kind of cool because the field is pretty decent. Like it seems to be like, okay, pretty much every single week, but it is weird that we have a rocket mortgage classic in Detroit. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know the, the field uh, here is basically Dustin Johnson, Ricky Fowler, a couple more people, and not much else. It Do- doesn't appear that people uh, on the PGA Tour were circling the Rocket Mortgage in Detroit either. Yeah, you know, I mean, but completely, to be honest, like following up a major, we used to see, I would say, pretty substantially worse than this. Uh, in terms of fields, like after, after most majors, but I mean, at least we got a couple names there. You obviously know Ricky's going to be there, but then we got some other names that are turning into more of names just right, right. To, over the course of this year, which is cool. So yeah, we we're going along deep. with the progression. Right. We're pretty deep into the season. So guys are, they've played a lot of golf uh, and, and do need a break uh, where they can get it. Yeah. All right, let's jump in then. Uh, as mentioned, Dustin Johnson is getting the $12,000 price tag this week on DraftKings. Then you got Ricky Fowler, 11-2, Gary Woodland, 10-9, and Hideki Matsuyama, 10-2. Um, I could tell you right now, Hideki is going to be a very, very popular play this week. Yeah, I could uh, I could probably agree with that. Um, I... I just to, I guess, touch on the course briefly, it's it's not the most... There's not too much to dig into into here, like what what you just said. It's the first first time we're seeing this. It's in Detroit. It, we, we're pretty much... Every, everybody's going in blind here. So in terms of that, it's like everyone's like, oh, let's, let's find some ball strikers that can hit fairways and greens and uh, take it from there. And, uh, I mean, DJ is just, I mean, 12,000. Has he earned that salary? I, I don't think so, but this does the at Vegas the same odds. time. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's all based off of Vegas odds. I, that makes sense. And it's just what he's done. It's like, how does he suddenly end up there? How does Ricky suddenly end up at 11, two? But I guess, you start looking at the rest of the field, and it makes a little more sense. But yeah. really quickly about the course, it's a Donald Ross design. So there are uh, quite a few pretty famous Donald Ross courses. So I guess that's 
something you can look into if you're on Fantasy National. You can actually filter out Donald Ross courses. But it's really just going to give you the Wyndham. And then the Wyndham, which is at uh, Sedgefield in North Carolina, which is in North Carolina. And then the Tour Championship, which is uh, at Eastlake. So Eastlake and Sedgefield. Eastlake is in Georgia. So, I mean, both are probably not the best uh, comps to be looking at, but it is the same same guy. Honestly, when I'm looking at Detroit Golf Course, I'm seeing, uh, I grew up in Rochester, New York, and there's like, like five or six Donald Ross designs right around me. So Oak Hill is one of them. And mm-hmm. I look at pictures of this, the flyover, they have a hole-by-hole thing online. I know a lot of the holes have been extended and and um, they're making it play less of uh, your common person golf course and more of a PGA Tour golf course. So they're extending things. They're mixing their nines. They have 27 holes. But the place looks like a combination of me, to me, a combination of Oak Hill and Bethpage. And I say Bethpage more just because it's like it's relatively flat and long. Bethpage mm-hmm. isn't flat by any means, but... Beth Page is definitely trickier and longer, especially how we just saw it. But Oak Hill isn't the longest course in the world. Unfortunately, we haven't seen it on tour in a few years, but they've had a Ryder Cup. They had the PGA Championship in 03. They'll be having another, or they just had the senior PGA Championship. That's what it was. And then the PGA Championship in 03, and they're going to have something in the next few years. I'm not exactly sure, but there are some comps to go off of, but it really seems like it's over 7,300 yards. So you want guys to hit the ball a good distance. But as we keep seeing, it's not totally necessary. Shaz Reevy, my guy, won last week. Yes, With he did. that said, it was a Shaz Reevy course. Yep. So, so, you know, you got to think about that. But the rough is going to be pretty long. The, the greens are what we're used to pretty much especially for the northeast and it's pretty similar to last week but this is an interesting course because it's just over 7300 yards par 72 so like you're not gonna have to be a bomber by any means so i think really just about anyone is in play my takeaway on the setup of the course is is that it's just kind of uh, average in in everything like they just want it to play for any golfer yeah, and it's, like, very flat. The greens are pretty average. There's, like, a, a lot of bunkers. So, yeah, I mean, we shouldn't waste too much time on this. But I don't think there's any one person that you could say, like, oh, definitely not going to work well here. Unless, like, anyone who hasn't been hitting fairways, like, has just had, like, a total off-the-tee problem lately. That could be someone you would rule out. But beyond that, I wouldn't right. uh, take it too far. So uh, going way back to... Hideki, he's going to be really popular, and if he really is going to be that popular, it makes him a little scarier, and it's like, I almost want to start below him. Yeah, I mean, he's Hideki. You can't trust him at this point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't know if he's still got lingering issues with the injury or whatnot, but yeah, I'm I'm probably going to fade Hideki, even though he seems like he's in a good spot. Um, you know, Gary Woodland... Uh, Right there above him, I don't hate that. Uh, he's a little bit less than the other two guys. Um, 
really you could make a case for any of them if you can fit them. Um, at, are you going to play any DJ at 12? I mean, I honestly think you could get some leverage there because everyone's going to be looking at recent form. And it, because it's almost like, okay, what do I look at here? Like ball striking and recent form and then like try to dig into like these magical comps that you make yourself believe like Mm -hmm. will work or whatever so i think a lot of people are going to be like hmm who's been playing well up here well gary woodland just won the u.s open hideki is just consistent and they see that like i want to look at DraftKings here because honestly sometimes you can look on your DraftKings app where it just says the the cuts made and people will see hideki with 16 out of 16. Good. I, I'm glad that point was uh, correct there. Uh, like, you start with these four guys. 15 out of 15, 15 out of 16, 17 out of 18, 16 out of 16. Mm. And Hideki is 10-2, and he makes every single cut. So it's like, that's why he's going to be popular. So it makes me want to play DJ just with a 35 and a 20 his last two outings. He doesn't seem like he's totally there, and he's way too expensive. It's like, hmm, you can get some leverage there. I don't yeah. know. And, I mean, all, all things being consistent, uh, I would like the, the golfer that I'm selecting to have some distance. You know, I, I, they said it's not critical, but, you know, the guy with distance can play the short holes and he can play the long holes. And, and it seems like they're split fairly evenly, uh, you know, that there's like two long par threes, two short par threes, two long par fives, two short par fives. So, you know, that that guy may be at a little bit of an advantage in those uh in those situations if he's got the distance. So, yep. We talk about it every week. It it's going to do nothing but help. Yep. All right, dropping into the nines. Uh interesting tier here. Names we're not used to seeing. You've got Ches Revy like you mentioned. He won last week. Uh, his stats are going to look great because he's been playing on fire, not just last week. He, he you know, is in one of those Ches Reevy kind of grooves, and uh, his his ball striking is going to look amazing uh, in any stat model. So he'll probably be popular. Uh, you know, it's a tough call there. Uh, anybody else in the nines that's particularly grabbing your attention? Yeah, I mean, so I think you're – Dead on with Shez, like he's been playing great. Um, what I don't like is he's coming off the win, and historically, if you go back and look at numbers, people coming off a win just don't do well the next yeah. week. Like he'll probably make the cut and finish like T forty six or something like that, and <laughs> that's not what you're looking for with a ninety seven hundred dollar player at a longer course. I think, I think we got our Shez last week, and I think we can move on for now. Um, beyond that, like things get very interesting. I think Brant Snedeker is 9,900 probably because of the Wyndham and that he like wins there and shoots in the fifties and stuff. So there's your comp, like the one thing they might've thought about there. And I think he's overpriced because he has not had his last two tournaments. I I was on him a pretty good amount in the U S open. And then after that, I kind of said, screw it. Like, I can wait on the Brant. So full full pass for me there. Um, and then drop it down. Patrick Reed always entices me, but I am I'm done like even 
Yeah, it's tough uh, it, to chase him yeah, right now. Exactly. Like I'm I'm waiting on that and he's still in the nines. No thank you. Kevin Kisner is always interesting to me. He's so consistent. He 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 had a good tournament last week and like he slipped mm-hmm. up a little on Saturday, came back Sunday, finished T fifteen. So Kisner is interesting to me, but I think there are definitely some options below there in the eights. Yeah, I don't think putting is going to matter enough uh, this weekend for Kisner to 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 really uh, factor in. But you never know. But it uh, really does strike me as a course that if he's hitting eighty percent of the fairways like he normally does, if he can somehow manage to get it on the green and putt the way he always putts, like right. That's... Yeah, we I mean we have no idea what the what this course is going to uh, you know uh, favor. So, yeah, it's it's a possibility. Uh, and then, uh, you know, getting down into the eights. Anybody else in the nines for you before we go to the eights? I mean, it's really just Billy Horschel, who I – he always just bores me to death. Yeah, and he's I a don't grinder. Him. I, but it's always an interesting option to, like, throw in a cash lineup. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, then getting into the eights, you know, it's uh, it's not names we're used to seeing. Um you got Bubba there at 8,700, so the, the distance could be enticing uh, for Bubba, though, you know, I don't know how he's going to play in a smaller event like this. He's kind of had a, a more miss than hit year. Um, yeah, and it and strikes they... me as a very straight up and down course, which, like, I want to play Bubba on, like, the wacky, right. wild uh, <laughs> dog leg courses. Yeah, exactly. And then you got Kokrak at 8,300. Uh he burned a lot of people uh, last time he was he was chalky. Uh, was that two weeks ago? No, no, last week. Yeah, he missed the cut last week. Um, yep. And uh, you know, so eighty three hundred. That may be more than people want to pay for him. But I mean, he really should be in the nines if it weren't for that uh, that crash and burn last week. Are you gonna uh, you gonna get right back on the coke rack pony? Yeah. Well, I mean, like pricing wise, you make a fantastic point. Like. He's priced down here next to, like, Kevin Tway, who had done nothing until last week. Yeah. Brian Harmon, who had also done nothing until last week. He loves that course. He played well, finished T8. Like, mm-hmm. so that makes me want to play Kokrak again. Like, stay on Kokrak because people are going to be immediately turned off from him because he had a horrendous week and didn't even come close to making the cut. But I think it was just, like, one terrible round. So... I kind of love that, to be honest. Um, Sung Jay, just consistent. And then the guy I'm really looking at here, who I've been talking about a lot this year, and I want to stick with it, is Kevin Streelman. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he pops a little bit. Uh, and he's got some distance. Uh, Which is crazy. Player. I've never, ever, ever like seen him as like having distance. But, I mean... I guess if you're hitting drivers down the middle of the fairway on these nice golf courses, you're going to end up with some distance. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I, I can see that a little bit. Aaron Wise intrigues me a little bit. He's gotten – he's had a really weird year, but he's gotten better in, in the recent stretch. Uh, you know, with this kind of field, like 8,200, same thing as Kokrak. That's just too cheap uh, for, for him. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I completely agree. I've been on on and off of him quietly. Like, I don't tell anyone I'm playing him, but I'm playing him. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, he just bombs and misses a cut or, like, makes a run and then fades. And, like, I think he has a lot more skill than he gets credit for. And another guy I could see winning again soon. Yep. All right, then, uh, if you're done in the eights, we can slide into the sevens. I got one one more in the eights, and that's Jason Duffner. Who I knew you were going to say Duffner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, like I said, Oak Hill um, grew up, played it a few times, not, not that many times, but I swear I look at Detroit golf course, golf club, whatever it is, and I look at Oak Hill, and I'm like, these these courses really remind me like they really look like each other and they're both Donald Ross designs. Duffner has just been a ball striking machine lately and he's, he's had basically three of three decent finishes. He's making cuts and he's making a little run I, at 8,000. Like I love it. And the reason I mentioned Oak Hill is because he won the PGA championship there in 2003 I know that was a very long time ago, but if you like the type of course, he was pretty much a nobody at the time, and and he destroyed the course and won. And like, and you look back, he he's done well at the Wyndham. He's done okay at East Lake when he's made it there. Yeah. Duffner is very interesting to me. Yeah, and this is the kind of event that Jason Duffner wins. Like, just bad field, weird kind of event. You know, yep. you'll see it you'll see it like a year or two later like Duffner won here wait what yeah know. and it'll keep him on tour another five years right right it's kind of like Kevin Kisner he'll do that too like he'll yeah. win some random event he won the match play this year something to keep him around another few years and just like keep cashing checks yep but all right so sliding into the sevens we've got uh Benny on right there 7900 he always looks good it, it feels like uh, I don't know if it's because he he hits the ball well off the tee. Um, he's got good iron play. The putter really kind of ruins it for him. But uh, you know if it's not a, if it's not a week that putting is going to matter as much. Uh, Seventy nine hundred. Uh, I'm I'm in for Benny on. Yeah, I mean I love the price, but I hate that everyone seems to love him and always want to play him. Yeah, so that's he's what that guy. That's what scares me there, and his putting is like very rough sometimes. So yeah, it's he, interesting. He, but the he's price... basically Kokrak Junior. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's it's maybe even like Kokrak on steroids in another <laughs> form, and like yeah, so it's it's always hard for me to do. Sometimes I feel real good about him, and he really lets me down. But that's very cheap for him in this field. You could go right below him with Keith Mitchell at 7,800. Does does a lot of the same things well. Hits the ball far. Uh, he's been, uh, you know, doing great pretty much everywhere but the greens. Yeah, I mean, things get tough down here. I don't like the way Keith Mitchell has been playing lately. Like, he had a stretch there. He had his win, and he, he came off of that win well, and he didn't really disappear like some people do. But mm-hmm. just the, the past, like, month or so, I don't know if I can uh, get myself to go back there. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely uh, tough sledding down here. Who do you like? This is honestly like there's like a solid ten names in a row here that have just been like let down central, like uh-huh. Keith Mitchell, Charles Howell has kind of gone through a little 
the dark spot here. Charlie Hoffman, I know I have not been rostering him, but he's missed two cuts in a row. Luke List is just like, I mean, same with him, I guess. Missed two cuts in a row. Jimmy Walker, you always find upside, and he just has not been doing anything. Kyle Stanley, just no, thank you. Sung Kang, I always want to play. Vaughn Taylor, never. Mackenzie Hughes, interesting. It's, oh my God, Bud Colley, no. Martin Laird, no. Peter Molinati, no. You can start Xing some names out around here, I would say. Yeah, Matthew sure. Wolf, that's interesting. People want to play him, though. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, that swing has got some attention. Yeah, honestly, like if I had to narrow it down to a couple guys in this like seventy-five to eight thousand range, I'd have to go with like on is interesting, but after that little rundown, it makes me think he's going to be even more popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, KH Lee is right next to him too. He's been playing pretty well, um, but I can skip pretty much everyone there. Mackenzie Hughes had three good rounds last week and then faded on Sunday, which was tough to watch. Beyond that, I'm I'm good to to keep looking. <laughs> uh, Corey Connors is, is a little interesting to me. Just he is Canadian. We're, we're getting to the to the north part of the country, uh, and his his ball striking always makes him look good. Where is he? Seventy three hundred. Got it. Okay. Yeah, so, that's interesting. And then uh, next to him, you've got JB Holmes, who's yeah, he can he can get it done with the driver. Just uh, you know, he, uh, he's a there's guys that are like you know great in parts of the country, and he's a West Coast guy, and this is not uh, the part of the country you want to play him in. But Mm-mm. yeah, um, actually, I was I was doing some strange research earlier. Okay, I, I realized I need to kind of freshen up on my geography a little bit of the United my United States geography. I'm like states around the area. And I'm like, uh first of all, we got Brian Stewart from Michigan. Uh-huh. And he is I was just looking at him. Seventy one hundred. He's on and off. Like he every once in a while he comes out of nowhere and will play some decent golf. So that's interesting in 7,100. I don't know if other people are going to notice that, but something to think about. Um, some other people that are not from either the West Coast or the South that I named here. Uh, I have a little list here. Kevin Streelman, Peter Uline. That's pretty much it for the people I know that are in this field. We got Don Bazzelli from Rochester, who has played O'Kill a million times, but I don't know if he's made it into this field yet. He's always an alternate these days. Yeah, I haven't seen his name in anything I've gone through, but I have not gone all the way down the list, and that's where he's been residing of yeah. late. Sadly. If there's a few withdraws, he might show his face, but um, he's definitely one of those guys that's Kind of right on the edge of... Yeah, it's uh, that kind of week you might see some withdrawals. I I wouldn't doubt it. But yeah, so I mean, I guess anyone else in the in the sevens that you're you're keen on? Not particularly. I'm ready. I'm ready to punt some people down in the sixes. All right. I got uh, I got Trey Mullinax uh, at sixty nine hundred. 
that one is uh is definitely doable for me. If and he, he got can, if he can keep it straight. Yeah. If he can keep it straight, he's always a, a threat down low. You've got obligatory old guy, Stuart Sink. He Ooh. is sixty three hundred. I mean that's ridiculously cheap. <laughs> and I know he's not uh he's not done much, but that's uh if you're, if you're trying to play DJ. I'm trying to think about my obligatory old guy right now. I need like a like an age uh, table in front of me so we can decide <laughs> if they feel old. They probably yeah. <laughs> well, Vaughn Taylor is uh, surprisingly Vaughn Taylor somehow always like his stats end up looking decent. Um, if you want to call Kevin Streelman old, that's that's my guy for the week. <laughs> He's older. You got uh, you got Ernie Els in the field. You got Mike Weir in the field. That's yeah. This is actually a tough one. Um, punt wise for me, Matt Jones is seven thousand. He's been like he's been playing some. He randomly, he's finishing in the top ten, or you see him right up there like a near near first round leader type bet, which is. Always fun to see Ryan Armour. He's 35th in my model right now at 6,900. And we all know that he can uh, cash some checks in some DraftKings lineups. Like, it's honestly week in and week out. I'm like, oh, well, Ryan Armour is He's dirt cup cheap maker. again. Should I, should I do it or should I not? And uh, Sepp Straka, someone who... I played two weeks in a row, and he hurt me last week. But I'd say Armour's probably someone I like more than him down there. Um, let's see if any of these other uh, Northeastern names are popping down here. Richie Wierenski. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, but he's uh, <laughs> around the area. Man, this, this field gets very thin very fast. So... I mean, if I had any, like, uh, closing advice here, it would be to either take Dustin Johnson and try to concentrate in your 70, maybe grab a couple high sevens and then a few punts, or focus somewhere in the 9,000 to high sevens and make your lineup from there because... Things get bleak down low here, and honestly, you can you can X out a good amount of names here, but it's a smaller field. What's our field total? It's not a smaller field, is it? It's wow. 156. I thought it was a, uh, no, it's a classic, not an invitational, excuse me. It's a rocket, mortgage, <laughs> rocket Mortgage classic. So anyway, yeah, I would... I would play it a little on the safe side here and not try to be too crazy because things things get tough down here, which explains the 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 rough pricing up top. Um, you got any word of advice for for people out there? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm probably gonna try to stick to the mid range, just as, as bad as it is. Like you start getting cute and, and missing cuts, uh, you're dead this week. So. Yeah, I would I would be willing to bet that a six of six of any sort goes a long way this week. Yeah. 
All right, then let's wrap with the one and done talk. Uh, there's not much to pick from this week if you're not going to waste DJ or Ricky, which Ricky's not the worst option. I don't love that it's a sponsor event for him, which, you know, he's had some issues in the past. Uh, I believe it's is it the Travelers or uh, um, State Farm. State Farm, yeah. State the, uh, that's always been an interesting one for him. It's the never-ending debate of is it because he was just in Europe or yeah. is it because it's a sponsored event? But we see it with guys, you know, they they got to do the extra uh, PR uh, lineup, and you know that uh, that can draw some of your attention away from the golf. Um, yep. You, you know, if you want to use a guy like Gary Woodland coming off of the win, I wouldn't blame you. Snedeker, like you said, he's got the course correlation. That that could be a, a decent spot to use Sneds. Anybody you like for one and done? I think, like, personally, honestly, like, if you're doing well or if you're not doing well, he, this could be a very punty-type week. Like, hope mm-hmm. to, like, catch some lightning in a bottle here and uh, walk away with, like, a... I want to say like a Streelman or a Kisner or a Duffner. <laughs> I, and I, did, like, I didn't have the stones to say Streelman, but I thought about him. Um, I had him in my one and done last week, and I swapped him out for, I think, Paul Casey, who ended up, I think, finishing in second last week. Uh, he was right up there, uh, not second, fifth. So um, it was good, but I, Streelman finished T15 with a 69-69 finish. So, yeah, I mean, I, I can't believe I actually had his name in there, but this is your week, like a KH Lee. Uh, yeah. I, I would suggest being a little crazy here. And if you don't care about uh, ownership and you're just, you know, trying to – to if you're doing well and you don't you don't want to get anybody to creep up on you, uh, Decky's going to probably be the most popular pick if I had to, if I had to make a wager. Yeah. That one wouldn't hurt. Good time to burn Patrick Reed, too, if you haven't already. Yeah, that's true. But All right, guys, that's what we got this week. You can get uh, subscribed over at patreon.com slash lineoflogic. $10 a month gets you the tools, the cheat sheet, and access to the Slack chat. Otherwise, good luck this week, and may the sports be with you. Mm-hmm.